You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Boner time! <laughs> Boner! Welcome, everybody, (laughs) back to the Binge Sportscast. It's been a long month. It's been a long month, TM, but we are here. Kind of a surprise show, if you will. Uh, Watching the first night of the tourney. Got lots of NFL news. Can't be happier to be here. TM, how you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good, man. It is boner time. So excited. Great day already. Basketball, 12 straight hours. My wife is thrilled. I'm thrilled. I've got drinks lined up here. Hop Slam in full effect. Jameson and Guinness. It's a holiday show. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day. I already finished my Jameson on the rocks. Nice. Feeling good. Sitting here, and, and TM and I have been doing a show for about an hour just watching the end of these uh, 7 o'clock games here on Thursday night. Uh, just watched Kentucky go down to Jersey's own St. Peter's. Just found out they're Jersey City. So congrats yes. to uh, Mr. TM or Mr. TM Dad. <laughs> he don't Whatever. care that much. <laughs> Just totally busted an entire one of my entire brackets having Kentucky winning it in one of them. <laughs> well, that, I mean, there therein lies the problem, right? Never well, trust whatever. Kentucky. I mean, there's no picking. There could have been probably. F- oh, oh boy. See, see, you made the mistake. You made the mistake. I did. I did. Go away. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> But yes. Lots of news, though. NFL, man. Yeah, that was – and actually, that was kind of part of the reason why we wanted to get back on, uh, you know, and record a show. We had breaking news today, which we'll get into, a little Devontae Adams news. Um, and then everything, kind of all the dominoes that have fallen over the last two weeks in the NFL. Um, we had baseball news, football news. Nobody cares about the NBA. We got the Masters coming up. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Best time of the year. <laughs> Now, TM. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. First and foremost, it is St. Patrick's Day. Have you cracked that hop slam yet? Oh, yeah. I'm drinking it. I'm drinking it. I've got a hop slam here. I've already had a pre-show Guinness and a pre-show shot of Jameson. I've got another Guinness at room temperature here to follow the hop slam and another shot of Jameson, which I'll either sip on or just I mean, there's nothing really we're watching that's going to get me too upset, so I'll probably just sip on it to uh, celebrate. The corned beef dinner and celebration with my Irish family will be Saturday night, but got to have beverages tonight, yes. As, yes. I, as I am an Irishman. And my wife and I uh, first started dating on a St. Patrick's Day many a year ago, so it's got some significance there as well. And My wife loves Jameson, so. There you go. Can't Probably more than she loves better. me at this point. <laughs> now, With the two was... and a half year old in the house, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you did this to me. For each other. Give me that Jameson. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I, was... I think it's more. You get to go to work every day. Right. <laughs> you take, th- and now you're going to record a podcast. 
Give me that shot. Yeah. <laughs> Give me those drinks. Where do you think you're going with those? Fuck I was, sports. <laughs> I was texting with my buddy uh, this morning, and here in Michigan, we had a 80-degree day today. St. Nice. Patrick's Whoa. Day. 70, like high 70s. The sun was out. Blue skies. Really the first really, really warm, like T-shirt day. And my buddy and I always talked that today was the best day of college for every college student because the sweaters come off, the big puffy coats come off, you start to see a little skin, you know, nothing, you, you just, you forget what the female form is and then you get a nice warm day and it's St. Patrick's Day, couldn't have been a better day for everybody around campuses across the Midwest very jealous, very jealous of those days. I miss them, miss them dearly. Now, that that um, scenario applies to also just out of college for me living in Hoboken or getting into Manhattan on a day like that and same thing, skin and just everybody getting, there's just a vibe in the air. It's like, oh man, it's yeah. time, summer's coming, let's fucking go. You just feel now, does, now, what? Here, here's a question I'll, I'll uh, give you. What would you prefer? Because we both live in like the cold winter climate. Would you prefer just having that weather year round? You know, as we get in, get into our older years, as yourself recently entering my decade. Um, yes, thank you. Know, you. Thank you. Should we move to Florida? You know, or move more up to North Carolina where my in-laws are constantly saying it's 75 today and it's January 28th. And it's like, oh, wow, that would probably be pretty nice right now. Well, we always talk about it. So I had done the trip to Florida beginning of February. It was terrible here. It was snowing. It was cold. And, you know, Florida is just warm and sunny all year round. But from what I understand, like San Diego apparently has the greatest weather in all, you know, Every day, 70, sunny, no humidity. But people get, from what I understand, get like, I, I don't want to say like depressed, but you just get so used to it that some days you like, you want a break from it. And they say people that live in four season climates, you know, you, you come to appreciate days like today. Now, when it's zero degrees here and we got 12 inches of snow on the ground, no, I hate it. And March over the last two weeks has been horrid. You know, it's the snow's all yeah. gone, but it's still like 24 degrees. Some days it's 15. You don't know what to wear. Then the sun comes. Like, I, I mean, I grew up in a, as a Midwestern and Michigander, and I wouldn't change it. You know, I don't think I'd ever go and move to Florida um, outside of the maybe the bitter, bitter cold months of January. But I like the snow. I like the change. I don't know. What about you? I mean, you you've always yeah, been Yeah, I think I I think I do. I've always been here, yeah. Um I actually was talking about this with my wife the other day. It was pretty mild for that February run when you're just like this needs to end. Like I didn't really feel that as much this year. I had a pretty busy month of work that kind of helped, but yeah, um it wasn't too bad this year. But we were having we had a 70 degree day a few days ago. So, but I'm wondering if we're going to get this weather in a couple days now because we just had some rain. It was a little cold today, but that's your weather report from the yes. Binge Sportscast. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. 
but I always said, you know, I always laugh because St. Patrick's Day was always the mark for like, well, can it snow on St. Patrick's Day? And I always go back to school saying like, yeah, I remember drinking on St. Patrick's Day with three inches of snow on the ground. And I oh, remember yeah. St. Oh, yeah. Patrick's Day like today wandering around campus with a t-shirt and you know beads on and girls in their you know tank tops i mean it's amazing yeah we've had we've had snowstorms in late march so i think we're out of the woods this year but it's happened and also like living in hoboken for 20 years the the hoboken st patrick's day parade was always the first saturday of march and no matter what, every year it somehow it was seventy degrees on that day for like ten years straight. So it's amazing. Yeah, March is a mess. March is a mess. But March is also the home of boner time. Boner time. Uh, yes. So, <laughs> we uh, as we we were discussing, uh, we sat here watched the seven o'clock games, and now we're watching the end of this. Uh, San Diego State Creighton overtime game. And, you know, it doesn't matter. We were talking pre-show. The football or the, sorry, the college basketball game, there's so much of it that goes on for two and a half months that you don't necessarily pay attention to. You never know who's going to be good. I mean, Michigan was ranked top four in the country early on. And then, you know, the the league play is really tough for these guys, right? I mean, when you get in the big conferences – playing on the road, super tough. You don't really know who's going to show up every night. But then, then TM, you get into the conference tournaments. And yes. it is some of the best basketball, some of the best times, best things to watch. You said yourself that you finally, you really got engrossed over the last two weeks. All of these, you know, at large, or not at large, but uh, automatic bids for all these small schools, St. Peter's and all these, uh, you just get to watch these, these guys' hopes and dreams all down the drain. Uh, but it's uh, – I mean, where do you – we were talking pre-show. Like, what – I guess, what do you appreciate about it most? I mean, for me, I was saying, it, like, these kids, every minute means it's it's the last time they're going to be on the floor if they don't get it, right? I mean, it's nonstop, yeah. hearts on their sleeves. I mean, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, it, the first thing that – that hit me was I, I had, and I had texted you re, like recently, we hadn't talked in a couple of weeks and I was just like, wow, isn't it incredible to sit back and actually watch a basketball team play defense because these kids actually slap the floor and play some D. I mean, like you said, pre-show, it's like any given night, right? It's kind of like the any given Sunday thing, but any given night, we just watched 15 seed St. Peter's knock off Kentucky. I mean, you know, it's it's just an unbelievable sport from that aspect. But sitting, at the, when you watch the conference tournaments, it feels a lot like watching this tournament. And I just think the game itself, the college basketball game, the way it's structured, the TV timeouts after the 16 minute, 12 minute, eight minute, four minute, you know, all that kind of stuff, I mean, you you really just like the time, the fouls are such a big deal getting into the bonus in the second half and there's there's a strategy and I don't know it's just like it's a good game to watch it's not just watching NBA up and down the court like you said they're just so talented and it's just like okay that guy just burned you know made an incredible offensive play or another three and another yeah. three and another three and it's like you, this game is is different. It's a team game. 
you know, the coaches. I, I said also pre-show, I mean, we should talk about these coaches. It's like the sixth man. They're all lunatics on the side of the and, – and they're a big part of it too. Like you said, there's not a lot of – you know, a lot of times it's not all talent. And so coaching is such a huge part of this. And Right. We're in, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's just a pure game, right? Like yeah. college sports, they're not paid – I mean, they, they're going to be, or they all, you know, I don't even know yeah. how that, I haven't followed but up. But a lot of these that, guys, but. a lot of these guys though, like Creighton, you know, and these guys aren't getting the, the NIL, uh, you know, signing with local advert. I mean, maybe a little bit, but they're right, not getting right. the big time payouts like some of these other kids are. Um, but you, you right. brought it up there and the thing, uh, and I was saying, you know, the NBA, they're so good. The, the free throws are such a big part of college basketball. Because on any given play or any given foul, anybody can miss. The NBA, they all shoot 80% or better. Right? That's why or they do shoot one and one. 45, I mean, 50. I mean, you know when they're going uh, right. up there if they're going to hit them. Or not. Like, there are some guys that don't hit them, but that's fine. You know? Right. There's Yes, there's the shacks of the world, you know, from you know, right. back right. in our day. But, yeah, otherwise, though, they're all so good that the whole end of the game down by – seven you know fouling to try to get back in it that doesn't it doesn't work in the nba you know so that's part of right. the part of the issue too uh case in point watching gonzaga earlier who was only up two now this is the number one ranked team in the tournament was only up two points at the half against georgia state they had missed 10 foul shots in the first half yeah so you figure they hit eight of those it's a t- it's a double digit lead, right? You know, and you should be hitting eight of those. So t- to your point, you're I mean, foul shots is everything. It's it really is, especially late in games and any second half, you have to hit them. And it's such pressure. I never experienced any pressure like that in my sports career. No, <laughs> I couldn't never, imagine never. going to the line in this in this uh, environment at and all. After that was playing, a great take to the basket, yeah. like. And then after playing for, you know, 38 minutes or whatever, you know, then you got to, it's like the biathlon in the Olympics. Like you got to slow your heart rate and go shoot a target. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how these guys do it. It's crazy. Crazy. In the Zen. In the Zen. That's right. That's right. So Tim, who do you like then? But it's great, man. Yeah. We're not going to sit here and analyze every game, but right now we're watching Creighton, uh, had a major comeback. We were watching the Kentucky game. Creighton was down like eight with four minutes to go. Now they're leading in overtime right now. Yep. I don't know who's controlling the true TV graphic for the score, but I want to kill them because they take way too long. And like, for instance, if San Diego State hits a two here, they go 70, delay, 71. I mean, what are we doing? It's been driving me nuts all day. Anyway, were you going to say who do I like? Yeah, so I was just going to say we're not we can't we're not going to sit here and analyze everything. But who do you? So your tournament. I just uh, let me just say this. Yeah. Let me just say this. I have a feeling that obviously Kentucky, notwithstanding here, I have a feeling that once we get to the Saturday Sunday of next weekend, like the the Elite Eight round, I think the cream could the as far as the seeds are concerned. I think it'll rise to the top. I, I I think that you know there's there's a it's a tough tournament to really pick who can win like like an like a standout winner. But at the same time, I think the teams 
that we thought, you know, say, oh, there was like eight or 10 teams that we think could win this. And probably this year is more like 10 to 15 teams that could win. I think most of them are still going to be standing. Like, I think we're going to have your Gonzaga, your Arizona. Uh, I, I think Nova is going to be there. Tennessee's really good. Um, uh, Baylor, you know, I, obviously Kentucky's gone, but. Well, one point, Auburn like Auburn. Actually, is Auburn actually a two? Oh, Kansas. I think the ones will be there. Duke is, as I said to you pre-show, a team that I actually kind of follow because of, of like my younger years. Um, I don't see it with them. I don't. I, I hope I hope they get out of this weekend, but I honestly don't see it happening. But that's kind of my take right now. I mean, obviously there's going to be upsets. There always is. But I, I do think once we get through the Sweet 16, I think we'll have mostly – you know, like four and up, and then maybe like, you know, like a Vod Tech or something. I don't know. I'm not going to predict who it's going to be. But no, I, that's yeah. I don't. That's, I don't think it's so kind of the way I see it. I think there's just a lot of teams that are equally as talented. I agree. I agree. And then when we saw that this year, with as much as the the top five in the NCAA changed this year. I mean, you had you had Purdue up there at one point. Auburn, obviously, Gonzaga, Duke. Um, we also we had the week where it was the most top ten losses ever in a single night or whatever it was. Um, I think the top six teams lost that night. Yeah, it was Duke and and, and I had bet on seven that night and one. It was Duke. I it was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I stayed away from all that. But uh, yeah, and I think to your point, you said earlier about how you can't really, you know, follow too closely for the first like two and a half months of the season. Because there is so much change in that top 25. It's not like following college football where you really know who the best four or five teams are and they kind of stay up there consistently for most of the year. This is, you know, Duke's the second ranked team in the country. They lose at, you know, they lose one night on the road in, in the conference and they drop to a nine or a 10 and they got to win like five in a row to move back up and, you know, in-conference play is just so difficult in these Power 5 conferences that you can't you can't sustain – the only team that ever sustains it really for the entire season is Gonzaga because once they – they're the team that plays a lot of out-of-conference early schedule, and yep. then when they get in conference, they dominate for the most part. You know, they'll lose – like they lost on the road to St. Mary's late, but overall they're a team – that dominates even, yeah. their conference, or you can't dominate the Big Ten. You can't dominate the SEC. You can't dominate the ACC. I mean, because those te- those conferences are just so stacked, and that's why sitting down the last two weeks and watching those conference tournaments, it's just like, God damn, like this is great. And 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 crazy enough too. I mean, a Tennessee wins the SEC. You have Vatek on that crazy run, winning uh, the ACC, and Iowa. Winning the Big Ten, and then Iowa comes out today and loses. Yeah, well, and then and that also... probably killed a ton of people's brackets because everybody was going to ride them. Everybody wants to ride Vatek in Tennessee because they won last week. Yeah, and then same with uh, with Indiana, right? Indiana was the nine oh, seed, yeah. right? The nine seed in the Big Ten tournament. Michigan dropped a load, up twenty in the second half against them, and decided that they just were going to leave the arena. But then Indiana uh, said, oh, we can play defense and uh, some win some games. So they went out and they beat Illinois and they, you know, and then they played it close. Illinois, I mean, so, I mean, overrated. 
Anyway, so then they come out and they, they win the, the play-in game. They got to play it now, and like you said tonight, they're too they're exhausted. Oh, yeah. They mean, just they they've played now. They would have played because they played Thursday, so they have a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Tuesday, and then today. So in a week's time, they played five games. It's just too much, and for a team that doesn't have a ton of talent in that respect, they're one player. They're a one yeah. player team, and really. and they're they're a they're a defensive like hustle, you know stop you lock you down type of team and they just couldn't and i didn't even watch any of that game by the time we looked at it they were down 20 at half so um and they, they played that st mary's team that everybody's got a little bit of a hard on for uh we'll see how that goes uh you know moving forward so i don't know but i'm like you uh yeah. i don't know who's gonna win i think uh we talked i like i like arizona uh yeah i like arizona but other than that, I'm going to take. And I don't through. like to. I, I feel like Kansas um, often, like, hasn't really. Like I was saying earlier, a pre-show about like Duke. Like ever since they switched to like the one and duns, they just don't get far in this tournament anymore. I think Kansas is a team that's always top four, always a one or two seed. And they, I mean, when's the last year? I'm not going to look it up. But when's the last year they won this? So, but they're they won. The, what's that? The Big Twelve, Pac Twelve Kansas, what, what yeah. conference? Kansas, yeah, they won yeah, theirs. Big Twelve, yeah, yep. Big Twelve. So I mean, you know, I'm, there's a team. I, th- I think the two really popular teams that I didn't really get a chance to sit down and watch were Kansas and Gonzaga. So fuck me if that's the final, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that <laughs> you yeah, definitely didn't pick those guys. I, I want to. Yeah, yeah. Now let me just really quickly explain to you and the listeners my approach to this tournament. I am not wagering on these games. I ended up finding two different box pools that start Sweet 16, and each of them pays out half and final of every game Sweet 16 on. Nice. So it's like a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a Super Bowl box pool. I had to split these boxes with some family members. They're big. They're big. Um, you know, pay-ins. To, they're big to get in. Buy-ins. Yeah. But. Uh, Buy-ins, yeah, but if I can, you know, if you hit one game, your buy-in is covered, and you're like, let's go. So um, that's the way I'm approaching this tournament. So for the for this whole weekend, I'm just sitting back and enjoying it. And then next weekend, I'm going to be staring at numbers <laughs> at the last minute of every one of these games. No, don't hit this foul shot. Don't fuck, you know. <laughs> the tournament, the but tournament will turn random. ugly, right? You could, you could literally. Your school, your, your school got a win today. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah, we were watching, Michigan's uh, in the second round. We were watching it at work, you know, and, and my office is about, I don't know, a quarter full these days. And just, you know, people still working at home and whatnot. But majority of people there were Michigan fans, and halftime came around. We're down by seven. We should have been down by 50. And uh, oh, we wow. all bitched I didn't get about, to see, no kidding. Yeah, to, to we all bitched about Juwan and his, you know, substitutions. He's playing – you know, the our starting point guard was out. So, mind you, you know, we had to rely on our bench a little bit. But there was a stretch in the first half. He was playing like the seventh, eighth, ninth string guys. And Colorado State was hitting threes. They had this one guy. Their, their center was like four for four to start the game. They were going 50% from deep. And, and so there was, you know, at halftime we were down by seven. We had nine turnovers. We went 0 for 9 from 3, and Colorado State had gone 8 for 18 from 3. So I'm like, okay. I said, okay, we're down 7. 
we should be down 30. Let's go. Let's, you know, just make some shots. And I think at the end of the game, Colorado State ended up only having seven field goals in the paint and had nine three-pointers. So that's not exactly a, uh, you know, recipe to win. And then we ended up having like 42 points in the paint. So, and that's yeah. what they need to do. They, they like figured it out. 42 points? Wow, because last night um, in the Rucker, the playing game, which is still the best game of the tournament so far, is the Rutgers game. Um, they lost. But so Notre Dame had 52 points in the paint last night. I was like, I've never heard a number that big, but 42 is pretty big too. Fuck, play some D. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, our center, Dickinson, Hunter Dickinson had 20, 21, and I don't think he scored outside the, you know, the circle of the rim. Yeah, so you got, so you have your, obviously, your alma mater is playing. That's awesome. And, yeah. I mean, again, my affiliation, I would have been rocking Rutgers if they would have won last night, and I still think it's bullshit, and I hate to say this, but Michigan should have been in that playing game last night and not Rutgers. And you even agreed with me before they released the brackets because you said that you wouldn't want them in. You, well, you that said that. Only... You said, I don't even want them to make it. They don't deserve it. They, they suck. Don't. They suck. But here's the thing. You know, what you, you would think if you lost that game to Indiana, maybe it should have been you instead of Indiana in the play. Of well, playing. that's what the big yeah. argument. I don't think anybody was arguing for Rutgers. It was more Indiana. Nah, Rutgers didn't win a Big East game either. So, no, that's not, they, oh, Iowa blew them out. The only reason why Rutgers, I mean, Rutgers had a good Big Ten season, but Michigan just had better wins. Michigan's strength of schedule was better. I mean, we played a lot. We played like our our preseason schedule. Like we played Arizona, we played Seton Hall, we played UNLV, we played. I mean, we played a lot of teams that teams that are in the tournament right now. I don't think Rutgers beat anybody outside the Big Ten, and that was their downfall. So. Yeah, and yeah, Michigan also point. got screwed. They lo- they didn't they lost two games due to COVID. Like bullshit like easy games. Like we had a game against like IUPUI, which is like Indiana like Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis or something. Like some of those games that you put on your schedule to get some wins. And Michigan had two of those that they lost. So whatever, man, you know, Michigan has done enough in previous years. You know, they were an elite eight team last year. They were one shot away from making another final four. Sometimes, listen, I'll take the big name, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, prove yourself, big, right, Rutgers? Big program like, recognition, absolutely. Right. Don't go fucking lose to Notre Dame. Like, Indiana, don't now go should, lose to St. Yeah. Mary's. Let's go. Yeah, and also, I mean, Rutgers, obviously Iowa ended up winning the tour- the Big Ten tournament, but Rutgers was a double-by four-seed, and they right. got they got smoked by Iowa, and that was – and even though my brother, who's diehard, was expecting that to happen, you know, it's just unfortunate. It's tough. Because right. obviously – yeah, and they play they – play they're a great home team. They upset Purdue at home. They upset – but, yeah, they, that's that was all their their whole season was winning at home against Big Ten teams. I mean, that's I that's like what to got see, them to double. Yeah, I like to see Rutgers 
good, right? It's good for the Big Ten. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's local here, so it's interesting because they left the Big East to go to the Big Ten, and, you know, they just get housed in football. Yep. But it's a it's a progression. It's going to take years. Hey, we got to yeah. bring in that East Coast market. All you people that love Big Ten, let's go. But they all leave. <laughs> they all go to. They all go out of state. If you're of a good course. athlete in New Jersey, you don't stay. Of you course, know? it's just like yeah. It's like I know more people from Long Island than I do Michigan that went to U of M. It's unbelievable. Right. Just right. students. Yeah. You know. Anyway, all right, TM. So that's it. You know, Big Ten or Big Ten NCAA tournament, <laughs> best of the best. I can't wait to continue to watch this. We're only in day one. I've already seen lots of upsets. Tomorrow, I think I'm leaving work a little early. I get some drinks, watch some games at the bar with my wife. Amazing. Nice. Figure yeah. out what we're going to do with the kids. I don't know, but that's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> with that, TM, let's talk a little bit. I'm going to find a sounder for this just to give our listeners a break here a bit. And we still don't have this sounder, TM, but we'll play. Uh, I don't know. Nope. Nope. Oh, what yeah, we'll play this one. We'll, we'll do this yet. one. Here, this one. Now, this is for the major oh, league, baseball. <laughs> okay. a baseball okay. sounder. I was like, I made a football sounder. <laughs> no. Oh, my God, dude. Baseball. Baseball is Can you back. believe? Can you? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was losing faith, man. We, we were we, we cut two series in the in the sketch. So that was one week Then we cut two more. And I was like, oh, man, this is not looking good. And they came through, man. Rob Manfred, he got it done. And can I just lead off this convo by saying a bye-bye to run around second, no outs in extra innings. Yes. Bye-bye. And I also welcome, yeah, fuck off. And I also welcome the universal DH because... It's only, I, I thought a lot about this, and I used to be a big NL guy. No, no, more strategy, bunting, pinch hitting, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Fuck off. You, the other league can't have that advantage. It's just more offense. And when you have guys sitting on the bench that could be playing, give me that spot. I, I'm into it now. Let's go. Yeah. Well, that's, the, my thing was is either do it or don't. But, like, the fact that there's different rules and that, you know, when you get to the World Series, there's technically an advantage for the NL team. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense to have different rules for different conferences or leagues or whatever. No. You know, it's stupid. It doesn't. It is stupid. Could you imagine if, like, the AFC and the NFC had different rules? Right, like, <laughs> like one doesn't use a kicker or some shit, like... <laughs> right, right. Or or one, if it's an AFC game, they go to OT, they play till they win till somebody wins, but in the NFC they play with the bullshit rule they have now. <laughs> right. Or it's a it's a shootout, right. a kickoff, something. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah, the on. other other rules they uh, universal DH, extra innings, and then they went they're going back to nine inning double headers. They had double headers, to, yeah. yeah. Seven innings um during COVID, I think was the real um start of that. And mm-hmm. 
And that's it, right? I think there's um, now nine. There's so with nine inning double headers. Are we also? I mean, there's got to be some scheduled double headers to make up for those two weeks, right? I mean, there 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 has to be. I can't imagine that there's not. I haven't, I haven't heard. Looked. Have they? I don't. I haven't heard if they're going to make up those games or if they're going to. Oh no, we're playing one sixty-two. Is that what they said? Okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What they do, everybody that bitches about doubleheaders nowadays is because of how the, you know, gate costs or gate ticket prices are. Back in the day, back when I was watching baseball, you know, doubleheaders used to be like true doubleheaders. Like you bought one ticket and you went. Yeah, single admission. Right? Single admission. And they played the games. They took a, what, 30 minute break or whatever. And then they got. Their ass is back out there, and they find the fucking dog. They play the fucking game. Like, just, like, it's baseball. It's not fucking football. It's not basketball. Like, you don't need There's a rest. No clock. <laughs> and you don't need a rest. You switch pitchers. Like, that. Yeah. The, the three hours between the night game and the day game don't mean shit. Schedule them as Why do- are you tired? Hours. Because you hit a double in the fourth inning? Right. <laughs> Yeah, like, why are you tired? Stop it with this. You're also getting $25 million this year. Eat your protein bar, you know, and, you know, go back into the clubhouse for an hour. Not even, whatever. You know, have the fans. Eat your greenies, whatever, you know, get your pick-me-up. You know, they ain't eating all that shit. And I get it. I mean, you know, for a Saturday night game, they may sell, you know, I mean, for a good team, a doubleheader could bring in, you know, 50, 60,000 fans, but at what expense are right? you or what cost? Like, I don't know. It's stupid. Anyway, you know, I'm, I just had a thought while you're, while you were going on your diatribe there now figure. So think of like the Red Sox Yankee rivalry, right? It's already a hot ticket. Why don't yep. you schedule a du- one double header per season in both, you know, in Boston, one in Boston and one at Yankee Stadium, and make that ticket more expensive and make sure. it a Saturday starting at 2.33 in the afternoon, schedule two games, massive rivalry, and, you know, instead of paying 50, you know, $40 for a seat, you're paying 80 And then, I mean, what an event that would be. You know, you people have months to prepare. Dudes get fired up to go you drink so much more you know you add a little extra security and you i mean that would be epic stuff like that's something they could take advantage of instead of like worrying about like oh i gotta do this makeup game and it's the orioles and but you know like i mean schedule a couple within the calendar that make a ton of sense like giants dodgers yeah you know philly philly's mets anybody eight braves mets anybody in the nl east and the mets would work or do Mets Yankees do some of these like Cubs White Sox you could really market that and make make it an event where the teams are going to make more money than they would over the normal three game series in one night yeah I don't, wow, and- I, can't believe I just I just came up with that I'm gonna have to call sports radio tomorrow and, and uh bring that up and then they'll, then they'll <laughs> say I've never well, heard anybody I've never heard anyone say that before we'll be like well you know the guys that are there at two o'clock are gonna get too drunk, and then they're not even gonna stay, and they're gonna lose booze money because it's two guys versus one guy. Like, 
it's just like who cares you know now the thing is is with yeah it doesn't it doesn't because guys are gonna the gates are open the the, let's don't close the fucking bar that's right that's your problem like i said you you heard what i said add extra security you'll be (laughs) exactly exactly i get here that's it I was thinking what you're saying. I just said I had to pay someone to be there longer. Who cares? All right. So MLB-wise, there's been some movement. There's been some trades. Not a ton. You know, we're not going to get into it big time, but... um, We're going to talk about one of them. You're going to talk about not my boy. I'm a Tigers fan, you know. A Tigers fan? Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm talking about my Mets pitching rotation with DeGrom, Scherzer, and now Bassett. Did that come through? I didn't even hear. Tell me all about it. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Mets baby. traded for a guy that I had no friggin' idea who he was, but after learning about him and reading up, he's Oakland pitcher, he's a stud, and he's an all-star, and he's now our number three. And uh, let's fucking go, baby. Best now, rotation in baseball. But I did hear, LTM, I did see on the bottom line, or this news came out, and I think it was for DeGrom that he's – He's going. He's not going to um, talk contract talk till, after, the till after the season, right? He's gonna. That, he's gonna play the year out and opt out. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, that he was gonna opt yeah. out regardless. So does that bother you, or is it? I assume that it's his decision. Obviously. Um, well, but here's what I say. This is my reaction to this. Good because. Guess who's now about to pitch 200 innings and win another Cy Young? (laughs) Because, you know, I'm not going to hear about any bullshit forearm and elbow nonsense when he's clearly playing for a contract again. Yeah. So let's let's go. You know, I mean, utilize him, right? Do it up. Yeah. Let's go. Don't, you know, I mean, last year was weird. He didn't pitch after the All-Star break and there wasn't much said, you know, and it wasn't a Calvin Ridley situation where they tell you, oh, he's got mental problems. Oh, no, just kidding. He put a parlay on a, on a fucking Falcon game. Are you kidding me with that guy? That's We'll get to that league. But that's how I thought about it. I, I did not flip out. I said, let me think about this for a second. And I said, okay, let's go. I mean, if, if he is going to weigh his options and risk the contract, Sure. He obviously planned on having a monster year. So let's so go have it, baby. Let's is go. It, is it weird? I guess I always my my biggest thought when reading it is like, well, that's weird. Like that that's like a known thing. That is public I think it is, knowledge. It, it is right? different. I mean, it's the a year before the opt out is there and he says it. Yeah, I, I find that I think it's the first time I've ever heard an athlete say that. It's Actually. one thing if, like, yeah, you've got it in your brain, like, no, I'm fucking playing for a contract this year, you know, you know, but yeah. to just come out and say it, then yeah, it's no holds barred. And if, you know, sorry, TM, but if the if the the Mets are not doing so hot and they need to trade them, now, like, I don't. There's so many things that can go wrong with that. Now, does oh, well, I guess I here's mean, the question. I was going to ask, does, our, our, do the Mets Our have... owner is out, is out of control, dude. Our, 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 you know, our salary cap is already, like, the highest threshold, and he said he, he'll go higher. So I'm not really worried about it when it comes to money. And you gotta, you got to really respect the Grom. I mean, you've got uh, Scherzer coming in on this massive contract. So, 
if I'm Jacob deGrom, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to just get my third Cy Young this season and I'll get more than him. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, unfortunately, if it means he goes to the Dodgers, that's really going to suck. But again, Steve Cohen is now our owner. So I'm not afraid. I, I, I'm not afraid of losing him. I think he'll be there. I really do. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, you guys just need to keep winning and do your thing. And I also saw that, uh, keep winning. What does that mean? You mean we need to win? I'm saying you need to win. Yes. Need, yeah, to, we win. need to win. I saw yeah, your something. boy, um, got in a car wreck too. There's lots, so much Mets news. Did you? Uh, I, but I heard yeah, he was okay. Alonzo flipped his, flipped his truck three times. Yeah. His what was he doing? He was drunk or what? Yeah. He was drunk. No, drugs? Guy, some, no, 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 no. Stop no. it. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I had a red light. He yeah. was blindsided by someone who ran a red light. It was probably you. And uh, he survived. <laughs> so don't worry about it. He's taking right. BP the next day. All right. Good. Good. I just saw it on yeah. the bottom line. You know how it goes. Now news. No, what? yeah. It was, it was, it was, it Headline was news. like a single line. Yeah. Well, good. Good. Uh, Listen, I'm, uh, still not war- I'm not even warmed up to Francisco Lindor yet. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be a really weird year. I can't wait to get into it. Well, I totally forgot, like, the Tigers signed Javi Baez. Like, there's so much going yeah. on. It's, uh, I'm excited, man. Now, are they doing, and forgive me for not even, like, they doing any spring training? I haven't heard of, oh, yeah, I've seen, never mind. I've seen guy posts. I just saw a post of Laddie down hitting Davis yeah, they were playing today. Team, so yeah, I just yeah. I'm sure it's all it's all been delayed a little bit, and obviously these guys have all been training in anticipation. Not all, but I'm sure Miguel Cabrera is not sitting there training, but most of these guys are sitting there getting ready for the season. And it's crazy that shit's still going down, right? There's signings and free agency. All this is still happening. Um, it's gonna hit us real quick. What is the start of the season? They did the one one week or two got delayed two, two. I think it's one or two. It's Jackie Robinson Day, I believe, is the Mets home opener. I think it's the fifteenth. Let's see. So I'm looking right now. Uh, yeah. No, it's preseason, motherfucker. Uh, that was the biggest. The biggest um, kind of gut punch was seeing on my you know score app like. Tigers versus Cardinals canceled, canceled, canceled. All these games canceled. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> it just like doesn't get you into the mood. And it's 80 degrees here today. I want to go out and play ball. I want to watch the Tigers. Like, you're right. It was one week, so it's this April 7th. Because that was what it was. I think is they if they hadn't gotten it signed, they were going to lose the two series, right? And then it came to like another Monday, like the next week. And they didn't get it signed. And they're like, all right, we're going to lose another week. And then they came back like the next day and got it done. And they were able to work it out. So two series start late, but you say that they're doing still doing 162. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Well, good. I'm excited. There's the big, uh, twin, big Yankees twins trade. Yeah. Josh Donaldson. Coming to the Yankees and uh, Falafel, whatever that guy's name is, IKF, shortstop (laughs) and some catcher. And they sent Gary Sanchez and uh, Gio Urshela. 
I think, yeah, to the Twins. So kind of a big deal around here because Josh Donaldson was very outspoken about spider tack towards Garrett Cole. So now they're yeah. teammates. So we, yeah. I got to hear about that crap every day. The Yankee fans right now are absolutely – oh, and they re-signed Rizzo to play first. Yankee fans are losing their minds around here. They are – they're just – they, I think they all thought they were getting Freddie Freeman. He goes to L.A. Um, they, they just thought they should get every free agent. There's the trades. I mean, Oakland is obviously rebuilding and trading the like everybody on the major league roster, and they want this guy, that guy. Um, I forget what moves they made, but they moved everybody. Obviously, Bassett to the Mets. They um, so you know. Yankee fans are kind of losing it. Always appreciated. No World Series since 2009. Let's keep it going. Now, um, Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers. Remember when the Yankees were the evil empire and they just took everybody? Well, that's clearly over now. Are you kidding me with this Dodgers lineup? (laughs) It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I can't believe Scherzer didn't stay there. It kind of it's weird he's on my team. He should be a Dodger because they should have everybody. Well, listen, LA's Ugh. got Matt Stafford now. And did you know that Clayton Kershaw played Little League with yes. Matt Stafford? Yeah, how could I not you can, know I watched you know, the NFL? <laughs> and now you can, you know, uh add Freddie Freeman to that. Did you know that Freddie Freeman played Little League with Matt Stafford? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that was a weird situation in general. And I, I mean, I don't think anybody knows the ins and outs of it, but the Braves didn't want to pay whatever it was. And then they traded for this guy from, uh, was it Baltimore? And so that was like, okay. No, I think they got somebody from Oakland actually. Was it Oakland? I can't remember who, um, anyway, I've been keeping track enough. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to, they got Soroka, they signed Soroka who they already had. It's tough to keep track of all this stuff, man, because once they once they announced that they were going to play, it was like an all-new free agency movement. Like it, That's another thing. Like The Yankees were sitting tight, so they thought they were going to sign um, – what's the – Trevor Story. Yeah. So he, he doesn't have a team yet, I don't think. Yeah, oh, there it is. Yeah, jeez. Yes. Yeah, Matt Olson from the- – Matt Olson, thank yep. you. And the Reds are are dumping players, so they're they're look like they're rebuilding. Hey, listen, I'm just glad it's back. The Met, I mean, I'm looking at a different Mets team, which is which is extremely interesting. There's no Jerry's Familia, which is a fucking godsend. And uh, oh, could I also make a comment? Adam Adovino signing. Ugh, I don't like it. Like one day. Familiar signs with the Phillies, and I'm like, yes. And then they sign out a veto, and I'm like, it's the same guy. They both stink. So that kind of broke me. But yeah, let's yeah. go, Mats, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm just excited for any baseball, any baseball. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Let's yeah. go. I'm excited for you know. I just want to Wednesday night baseball, right? Every night when you're when you follow your local team, every night it's on at seven o'clock, man. Even if I just throw it on for ten minutes before I go yeah. have to do something else, it's like I just get to check in. Yeah, it's the best thing. It really yes. is. All right, Amen. let's uh, let's. Do you need a pee break, TM? You said, you not, said yet. You need, not yet. All right, so we do have <laughs> we do have a couple BSVs. We have a BSV from about a month ago, but it's going to be lovely because uh, it's something to do with our NFL uh, 
Super Bowl wrap-up show for some reason or another. And then we will get into the NFL, which the NFL has been making, I think, more so than any offseason team. I don't remember so much, and maybe this is the NFL, and we'll get into it, just being a league of prima donnas and social media divas these days. But I don't remember the shit that's happening in the NFL right now happening in previous years. It's insane. And I hate everybody. It really is. It really is. Hate them all. All right. Here we go. That's not the one I want. Uh, Let's see. Okay, we'll do that one. Whoa, whoa, NFL Roundup. Whoa, whoa, an NFL segment. Whoa, I made this for PJ. Are you happy now? That's the one. the show bring up some topics we may not answer them for a month but they'll still be there and we'll still play them he should know that we weren't with that we were on break we take <laughs> the right. same break every year god damn it <laughs> so i was um during those sounders i was i had we were talking previously i watch the games in my basement my tv's hooked up to my upstairs my wife's watching all the games Anyway, so I was bitching after the Kentucky loss. The Creighton game was on. I was like, change the channel, change the channel. Kentucky, Creighton, Creighton, Creighton. So my wife texts me back. She's like, sorry, I was dealing with Gavin. That's my son. Dealing with Gavin being upset with me because I was rooting for St. Peter's, which messed up his bracket. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I was like, yes. Sometimes it matters. Yes. (laughs) It's like, I've raised him right. Let's go. Let's go. You're like, I get to watch every game. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. My weekend's going to be stacked. Huh. I have a, I have a like two foot, two and a half foot basket in the living room. And I just come home from work today. I've been doing it for two weeks. Just put games on. It doesn't, it's on mute if it has to be. And my kid just starts picking up the ball and throwing it in the basket. And I'm like, yes, just keep doing that. I'll do it with you. Keep the game on. Don't ask for Pixar. Yep. And then you just, you got to give him a mitt already right that's the next step the glove no the next step is the next step is him swinging lefty because he's left hand it looks like he's left-handed so i gotta make sure he hits left-handed too because i was lefty and i hit righty that's a problem yeah it doesn't that doesn't do you any good no oh, you're didn't. just a, you're just a weird kid who bats righty we don't need you uh-huh. all right here we go this uh message is from uh like One of our Kansas game old starts time. at quarter to eleven. I'm going to be up all night. Holy shit! <laughs> it's 
from our boy. Our boy, the Duke. Here we go. The Duke. What up, boys? It's your boy, the Duke, calling in uh, a day or two after you guys put out the Super Bowl wrap-up show. Forgot to call him in. You know what? I don't got much to say. Good game. Good halftime show. Good all around. All right? So I'm here to review the Super Bowl halftime or Super Bowl wrap-up show that you guys put on. I'm actually in the middle of it, so it's not even a full review. Oh, great. But I get Great. it. You guys are putting on a podcast, but goddamn guys, you have to be so cynical about everything. Why was the Rock out there? Because he's the motherfucking Rock. That's why the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. That's why he was out there. I got a big kick out of it. Maybe it's because yes, I'm a wrestling fan, but I. My wife was eating it up. She's like, this is cool. It was just fun. It's L.A. It's fun. Then, why, why was Halle Berry doing it? Because it's fucking Halle Berry. If she's an old big, sign me up for old big. I'll be first in line. She's hot as hell. And then you guys couldn't come up with anybody to replace her. I don't know. Good show. I love it. I think it's just TM carrying over. I'm, I'm the one bugging, asking if he needs a hug. Um, hopefully, something March Madness spices you guys up. Just you know, what? be happy. Yeah. I think I think sober January right. really He's did right. a number on TM. Um, hell of a season, guys. Good job. I know I'm late, but hopefully, see you guys soon in the future. Maybe this summer. I don't know. Who knows? Suck a bubble, dude. Chad. I believe it was you bitching about Holly Berry, it but was I was me. bitching uh, about it. Was me? One hundred percent, it was me. I was you defended about the Rock. Yeah, yeah. You defended her. I mean, she still is. And if anybody has any question as to where Chad is from, bag the bag. It's such a fucking Minnesota word. Old bag, <laughs> old bag. Jesus, she is an old bag. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. But but the rock we we were saying because it was it was XFL related. No, Come it, on. well, it, from my issue was it with it was like the fact that the special teams were standing on the field like waiting yeah. for the rock to be done with his spiel, saying like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like of any listen, other listen. sport, the Super Bowl is. I know it's a huge production, but like I need the game to start and it needs to be pure. During the game, it needs to be pure. I don't need the fucking rock standing holding up the kickoff. Listen, Chad, I'm gonna just tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna truth bomb you here. My senior formal for my fraternity in college, I dressed like the rock. I took the mic mid formal and I did a whole fucking WWF spiel as Dwayne, as the rock. Okay. The guy was, we need that video. Me we go, need that video. <laughs> I don't think it exists to be honest with you, but I, there are pictures, but I was going pictures. to live. I was going to WWF events at that time in my life, 99, 2000 to see that guy. Okay. So I'm as big of a, the rock fan as there was, but the rock doesn't exist anymore. Okay. It's Dwayne Johnson. And I was uncomfortable during that point. And you're right, PJ, the special teams are on the damn field. Like let's get this going. 
At that point, you've been watching pregame for four hours, wherever you are. You've eaten enough. You've drinking. And it's it's time to go. So that was weird. I don't care what you say. But thanks for the review. Next time, listen to the whole show. And uh, then (laughs) then review it. Thanks. Well... Unless, unless you tapped out halfway through, then that's acceptable. <laughs> There's no message. So, so our boy Chad called back tonight, TM, because you put a little subliminal message, subliminal message on Facebook or something saying, you know, posting drinks that we're recording. This was supposed to be a secret show. Secret show. Anyway, let me, let me play this. Let me see if there's anything. Just want to say, bye, Adams. Bye. Suck a mama dick, yeah. Rogers. Yes. Oh, such a oh, good segue. Good, what a good voicemail. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love that you're in the NFC North. We've ever gotten. Yes. And I wrote down. Best, <laughs> best voicemail we've ever gotten. Best ever. We're here to talk hi, to you. Hi, hi, my name is Aaron Rodgers. I just announced I'm coming back for four years and 200 million. Not to be outdone, here comes Tom Brady returning from retirement, <laughs> and my number one ride receiver just got traded to the Raiders because he wouldn't play under the franchise tag. Hey, Aaron, how you doing, buddy? How you oh, doing tonight? I love it. I love it so Who much. Who are you going to throw to? Who are you going to throw to? Valdez Scantling? The guy's got fucking stumps no, he's gone. for hands. He's going to be gone. They um they optioned, uh, what's, his, what's his nuts? Who won me uh, fantasy? Alan Lazard. Lazard, yeah, I, Scantling, I think wow. is still a free agent, man. Well, oh, he stinks too, anyway. Oh, so they they back, all stink. Yeah, they all stink. Listen, Rogers stinks, except against the NFC North. He stinks. Sorry. So who? So maybe is will the Vikings win that division this year? No, they just paid Cousins a whole shit of money. I don't know. It's gonna be the the least worst team. Well, yeah, that's my point. So it's not because they're – I can't see – I mean, the Packers uh, are by no means a lock for anything now where if it's Rodgers and Adams, I, they're the team to beat in yeah. at easily it's, that division and – It's know, early. It's, it's early. We can't, we can't be talking about divisions and all that shit. I mean, right, we haven't right. had well, the draft. Well, okay. You know, free agency is still cooking. I mean, there was something like 20 signings today. Um, but – Aaron Rodgers. But the topic. Go ahead. Okay. And well, okay. As far as the NFC is concerned, yes, Aaron Rodgers. And then Brady returning, right? Which, I mean, it's not new news, but we've not mentioned it on this show. But okay, so now Brady's back and Wilson gets traded to the AFC. Yeah. So if you're an NFC, if you're an NFC team right now, and I mean, it's wide open, and those are the two biggest quarterbacks and Stafford. Yeah, I mean, right, yeah, and I guess Murray. Whatever happens, with it's Murray. everybody in the West, or you know, I mean, I guess now that. All right, hold on. Let's let's take a step back here, TM. So, like, you just <laughs> like blew through half of their show right there. So, yep, all those things happened, and Deshaun Watson, and go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Will Watson? Yeah, is Watson going to be in the NFC? He so, should. He's, if he was smart, he would. A hundred percent. But. So that weekend, right? So you brought up the Rodgers thing, right? It was that week. And I mean, Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers has gone from a guy that I used to respect, used to be mad that I like had to hate him because it was on the Packers to a guy that I literally despise more than anybody in sports right now. That whole thing with him sending out that Instagram, like 
bullshit post about how he loves everybody. He loves the Packers. He loves this. He loves Shailene Woodley, like who dumped him. And then to go and find out that, what, two weeks later, he signs a, I guess what turns out to be a three-year, $150 million contract, only then to be outdone by the NCAA selection show, which then Tom Brady came and put his big old nutsack on everybody's forehead and said, sorry, dudes, I'm unretiring. Like, I mean, is there a, what a, a bigger... day that Wasn't that a day? Oh. I almost texted you that day saying, hey, should we just jump on real quick? <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> What is happening right like, now? That's the day that Tom Brady, like you've got to have the biggest balls. I mean, or you got to just be the, the goat. I mean, he is, I mean, it's crazy. He is the goat. <laughs> oh my God. What crazy news, right? The memes going yeah. on about, you know, everybody. And actually, so, and we'll, you know, we can talk about the rust trade, you know, that happened before that too, but Everything that happened just came to a screeching halt. And the memes of Tom Brady, you know, and, and somebody in the, the chat had posted a, the Denver Broncos meme where it was just a picture of Michael Scott or a, a gif of Michael Scott just with that, like, annoyed look on his face. And that was the Denver yeah, Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So I let me know. ask you real quick about the Brady situation. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we didn't we didn't do a show when I believe this was going on. So you can maybe clarify this or or just correct me if I'm wrong here. But I thought there was some like chatter about him and Arians kind of not seeing eye to eye at the end there, and it was more him and um, Leftwich. So I thought the retirement, and I, I did not think that this wasn't out of the realm of possibility. I thought maybe he was retiring and, and was going to go somewhere else. Or I even thought the minute that he announced his unretirement, I thought, okay, they're going to immediately trade him or something. There has to be some kind of agreement. I don't know. I was just under the impression that there was a, a bit of an issue there with the organization at the end. Obviously, I'm wrong if he's going to play for Tampa. But am I just completely off base there? I, I don't that's remember. Just rumors? Yeah, I don't remember there being any, like, because his retirement came out pretty quickly after, you know, the Bucks season ended or right after the Super Bowl, whenever it was. Yeah, My, he wrote that whole diatribe and everybody was upset because he didn't mention the Pats and we had yeah. Jack on for that. Yeah. So my thought, my initial thought was, so some of the bigger dominoes had fallen, right? So Rodgers had decided to stay. Russ had been traded, Russell Wilson. And my thought was that he just had back-end conversations with Arians or the, the Bucks, saying, like, listen, Tom, we need you another year. We're going to draft the quarterback come back you're still playing at a top level let's do this one more year let's let us get a, a rookie in you train him you know you you mentor him and then you can you retire next year that was my initial thought I don't know if there's any truth to that you know doesn't mean anything I don't know if they were in the play for Russell Wilson or anybody else but that's what I thought yeah yeah 
Um, I mean, he certainly was playing at a high level when I think we discussed it on the show, but looking back on everything statistically wise and stuff, I mean, I think he should have been the MVP. Not Rogers. I know, but he had, better, he had better he had better statistics. It's that you know, that touchdown to interception ratio, like is such a huge thing that people like lock on to. And I think right. the fact that the Bucks were Super Bowl, you know, defending Super Bowl champions and early in the season, you know, the Packers weren't looked at I mean, I think they were looked at as contenders. But then as the season kind of goes on, you kind of see like, okay, well, you know, Rodgers is carrying this team. But whatever, he sucks. Fuck Rodgers. I hate him so Dude, much. They were the one – they lost at home as the one seed the previous season. They didn't change. They got better on defense. They were, right. they, yeah, were, they were the favorite. Oh, fuck them. Fuck Rodgers. Anyway. Well, hey, I mean, I'm glad they lost, but – so. Uh, Russell Wilson gets traded. We texted with, uh, you know, our own Chad C, big Denver fan. And you guys got you guys got a little back. You 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 thought TM or you didn't like. I mean, I we all know your hate for Russell Wilson, but damn right, Chad hate him more next year. Chad was very. uh, favorable all de- all denver fans are happy you can't have a conversation with a denver fan and say wow you gave up two ones and two two they don't care and i guess if you think about and i one one point chad made in the text that i i laid i started to say all right fine because it does make sense who have they had at quarterback since peyton manning but when i think about it from my own perspective it's like I've had less quarterbacks since Dan Marino than they've had since John Elway. I mean, they brought Peyton in and at least got a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't even have that. But it's a it's a haul, man. I mean, it better work out. I I just I'll say this. It's a wait and see. All that talent on that offensive side of the ball. Just think about it from a fantasy football perspective. All those receivers, yep. Sertan. Um What's the other? Uh, well, the running back did turn out to be fantastic last Sutton. year. Who's the other Cortland receiver? Um, is yeah, that who you were Sutton. talking about, Sutton? I said Sertan. I Sertan, meant Sutton. Yeah. And then, and then, who's the other one um, who fucking Tim, killed um, me this year? The hell's his name? Well, Tim Kirkpatrick, Tim Patrick, whatever. Tim he Pat- was good. Pat- no, there was somebody else that was a rookie this year. Oh, Judy. But anyway, Judy. Judy. Yeah. So, okay, let's see now. I mean, Russell Wilson, because here's my take. There's no Tyler Lockett to sprint to the ball that (laughs) Russell just looks at the ground and launches up because he's getting rushed. So I don't want to fucking hear it. You know, let's see. Okay, Russell. Okay, Mr. MVP. Okay, Mr. I'm always 8-0 and then I suck. Let's go. Go 8-0 in Denver and then blow it because now it's in my conference and hopefully we play you late and I get a win. I, I, I give me a break, okay? The guy sucks. He's completely overrated. He's been carried by Tyler Lockett and running and a running game for years. I I think you he's forget. Got, he's got the guy literally has one point five Super Bowl rings. No, no, there's no such thing as a point five. He has one. I okay, you know what? Pete We've gotten to the I point. You know, Pete what? You, know what? you know what? You know what, PJ? You fucking do it. You're doing it to me now. We've gotten to the point of the show where I'm taking the shot of Jameson. <laughs> 
If Russ Wilson, as you take your shot, congratulations. Oh, Happy St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. If Russ Wilson okay. would be on the Lions right now and we would have given up the two picks that the, the, the Rams gave us, I'd be fucking ecstatic. I mean, the dude is a fucking – like. But Denver is more prepared to take in a guy like him and win than you are. 100%. I'm not comparing us to Denver by any means, but I'm just saying for a team that has gone through shit, right, and a team that has no end in sight as to where our quarterback position is going, I know – that that position is needed to compete. Denver knows that that position is needed to compete. There are other teams that don't know that. You know, the Indianapolis Colts when they signed Wentz. The Dolphins. The the new Washington Commanders who just signed Wentz. (laughs) Oof. You need a quarterback. Here, I'm I'm, going to say this right now. Than most quarterbacks in the league and can win a Super Bowl. Mark mark it down right now. I'm putting a date. Russell Wilson will not win a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. Bye, Denver Broncos. Could Russell Wilson win a Super Bowl with a team in the next three years? It would have to be the Broncos. He's not going anywhere. They just traded their livelihood for him. I don't mean that. I'm saying, like, if somebody were to – if somebody besides the Broncos, let's say – No. The Ravens. I say no. Or – I know they have Lamar, but – or, like, the Steelers. If the Steelers would have traded for Russell Wilson, could the Steelers win a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson? No. Okay. So you just are on the bandwagon of Russell Wilson sucks. He'll never win. Yeah, well, he's not that good, man. 1.5 Super Bowls, man. Yeah, but the. Give the the ball to Marshawn Lynch and he's got two rings. Thank you. But. That's not his fault. The player. The player is Marshawn Lynch and the the Legion of Boom, which was defense. You're right. That's defense. That's a defensive uh, Super Bowl, like the Ravens and like Steelers and uh, like the Rams. Here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers is look. Just at, go out and prove me wrong, Russ. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Go prove me wrong. <laughs> well, now he's in. Now he's go in your conference. Wrong. So, congrats. It doesn't matter, man. He's going to be in the for the for the forefront of my football vision all season. We're going to get. I'm going to entice Chad C to call every weekly, fucking week weekly because calls. I am good. I am going to piss him off in so much text. I'm gonna that draft. he is gonna, I'm gonna call draft. in to try to embarrass. Me. I'm gonna draft Russell Wilson just to keep shoving it in your face. Let's go. Well, I guess I guess you don't want to defend your championship then. <laughs> Apparently not. Anyway, how about me? How about me in my main money league with like my 25, 26 year running fantasy league? My keeper's Devonte, and I'm like, oh god, I don't know about that. I don't know about this card of Adams. Now they played together in college. I didn't know that. I did read that today. I didn't know that either. So. Yeah, I didn't know that either, right? Yeah. I mean, for the first time, I think Derek Carr, I mean, um, 
what's his face? The Waller is, is really good, but this this might be something for Derek Carr because he's never really had a he's never had a top three receiver. He did play with Amari Cooper, right? But that's I mean Amari Cooper that's debatable where he's at. Yeah, in but he was always stuff. he was he just never and maybe that's Carr's fault. He never he never turned into anything until he got to Dallas. He was always a name, not a commodity. And then he went to Dallas they're like, oh. You actually are good. And then they just traded him to Cleveland, which we'll get to. Holy shit. Uh, what is um, – what was I going to ask? Shit. I don't remember now. Oh, who did um, who did the Raiders sign as a head coach? I don't remember. Fuck. I don't either. <laughs> I type in Raiders it's head coach, John, and it's fucking it's John, John Gruden. McDaniel. Josh McDaniel again? John Gruden? <laughs> now we're just getting shut down. <laughs> now, now it's all over. It's all over. Um, yeah. I don't remember. I'm just going to sit over here and burp this James to shut up. Can, can I make a comment while we while we fiddle over our computers for information? This um, Sorry, my, my, coverage. My, hold on. My internet's fucking up everything. Just gonna shut this down. The uh, the NCAA like at the half coverage these this these five clowns. This is awful. Where is Chuck? Oh, I didn't even realize who it was. Like because earlier today, it who, was. I like, don't know who any of them are. The old South Carolina coach. I, who cares about these people? They're so boring. I did anyway. not find the news as you said that and all right so Devonte, Devonte to the raiders we got von miller to the bills which is um i mean god it's a lot of money for a 32 year old linebacker who has no legs left well it was six but, years I mean, he, it was right something like or four was it four or six six years six years, six years but, 50 million guaranteed right so i mean if you can get him for three years for 50 million guaranteed like I mean, I mean, I just thought he was old already. I thought him moving to to the Rams, it was like, okay, cool, but isn't he a little old? Right, and him playing next, you know, Aaron now Donald, he gets six years, right? yeah, Aaron well, Donald. Listen, the Bills don't need him. him. I don't think the Bills needed Von Miller. I don't think adding Von Miller is going to stop Patrick Mahomes in that AFC divisional round. You know, I mean. Okay, it's like I said to Kerry. I go, oh, it's a it's a great signing. I mean, he's a he's a great player, but you need they need more offense. I think they need they need a better tight end. They signed OJ Howard. Okay, that's fine. He can block and stuff. Um, but I still think they need a, another wide receiver. Do they yeah, need a better running know. back? That's the pieces the Bills need. I I, I believe. I mean, I I watch them constantly. Well, and speaking of, so J.D. Uh, McKissick, who used to be a Lion, great little, like, third down back, played for Washington, gave the Bills, right? The Bills were going to sign him. And then he's like, nope, see ya. Went back to Washington. Um, huh. He would have been a great fit for the Bills. Third down back, shifty dude. You know, it was like two years, seven mil or whatever it was. And he went back to Washington. So I'm not, you know, and then I just read today, um, Zadarius Smith, uh, you know, who the Packers released. uh, There was 
a confirmed, you know, agreement that he was going to go play with the Ravens. And I just read today that that fell through or that, yeah. you know, didn't come to fruition. Uh, yeah. Who is it? Um, the, the D lineman from the Cowboys had come to an agreement with the Cowboys. And then he said, nope. Screw yourselves! I'm going to the Broncos. So all these and guys. He did, now he said that because the like there was an agreement, and then they changed some like verbiage in the contract, having to do with, I believe it was like off field stuff. Right. And he and he was like, no, 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 no. And they're we, like, we yeah, but they, what Dallas is saying is that that is common um, verbiage in all their contracts. And he was like, no, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Good. How about um, C.J. Uzama leaving the Bengals for the Jets? I found that very interesting. And the Jets also retained Braxton Berrios, which I thought Braxton Berrios was going to go out on the free agent market. And, I mean, he would have been a huge fit for the Bills. Like, get rid of that unvaccinated clown that they have. I thought they. I thought that was a like a. Oh, they should have Buffalo should have got him, um, but he could have went anywhere. He's like another Welker slash um, Edelman kind of player. I think yeah. if he's used correctly, he's 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 a good player. Um, and then the Browns released Landry, which I yeah. swear I would take him back in Miami in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think he's been. Um, um, I want to say, and I don't know this, you know, other than just him dealing with this situation in Cleveland for a couple of years now, maybe he's been humbled a little bit. I bet he, on a good team, I bet Landry, like if he went to the Rams, right? Or so many, so many receptions. The guy's got 10 plus a week. I mean, he would have, he would have been so good for this Miami offense that's apparently being built. I don't know, but any offense like that. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna end up somewhere. I love Landry. I think Landry's a really good player. I really do. Always been a fan. We had uh, not we because had... his not because his jersey has been rotting in my closet for three years now. There you go. You're just you're just hoping that you can use it again. That's all. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> uh, but we had um, Khalil Mack get traded to the Chargers from the Bears. Chargers are making a push. Hopefully he can help that Swiss cheese defense that they've always had. Since they have an elite level quarterback, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else I got? Reno. You, you quickly mentioned earlier uh, the Wentz trade, which was really yeah. the first transaction that kind of kicked all this off. Right. And the 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 best the only way to sum this up is very simple: the odds for the Redskins to win the Super Bowl was, say, plus 1,500. They traded for Wentz. They didn't change. Yeah. And then, uh, two days later, they actually got bigger. <laughs> it's... <laughs> but it's true, though. Like, He's not yeah, good. They would have been better to stick with, you know, Heineke and just let him develop or and then draft. Like, it doesn't... Again, this goes back to my... Endless argument. Go back to Haskins. Get Haskins back. They just <laughs> anybody. It does. Wentz is a done deal. Wentz literally had like what fifteen games. He's literally been living off of fifteen games. He had a season yeah. and a half. Then he got hurt, 
and then Foles carried that team, won them a Super Bowl, and it's been like, well, oh, the defense carried that team. Whatever. I'm just saying, like, you know, whatever. Wentz sucks. Uh, what else? Who else we got? Trubisky signed Mitchell. with yeah Mitchell. Yeah. With okay. The... Very interesting here because Pittsburgh is obviously in serious need for a quarterback. I mean, I think they're a couple years late on this. If they could have separated from Roethlisberger a couple years ago, we could have. They could have avoided um, the juju nonsense. I think they could have. They could have won something here. So is Mitchell Trubisky the fucking answer in Pittsburgh? I don't know. I don't I mean, think what so, did he... but is he better than Kyle Rudolph? A hundred percent. Right? I mean, Dwayne a... Haskins was signed. So there's your backup. Yeah, but I, that's a, he's not, to me, he is a cheaper version of Carson Wentz. Like the guy will go out and maybe he'll win you a game. Um he can do a couple of things. Like, I think Trubisky's issue forever was the fact that he was taken, you know, fifth overall, or whatever. He was taken before Mahomes, obviously. Like, was he was second? So was he second or third? I think I he might have been remember. second yeah. by the Bears. I do believe he was a two. Anyway, he was always just compared to that level, and he just wasn't there. And and I think he's a great backup, but I agree. I don't think he's the answer. But maybe he's a stopgap for them. Maybe he's somebody that they can still compete. You know, look at the, the, they made the playoffs this year with yeah. fucking Roethlisberger. With I don't think no Roethlisberger could move four feet. Yeah. Now I heard today uh, somebody mentioned on one of the radio stations I was listening to. He's he's clearly they said he's clearly a stopgap. They're gonna draft either one guy I didn't know who they were saying at a college or or Pickett, the kid at a pit. So I guess I mean this is obviously not a draft to be, you know, banking anything on a quarterback. But maybe I don't know. I mean I don't know I where they're what a fit what a fit Watson would be in Pittsburgh. I just oh. think that you're, you're a segue, really... segue machine right now, TM. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at our pre-show list. I'm like, we're going to fit all these guys in right here. But Watson to Pittsburgh, I think the coach would just control him, like get him in the right mindset, right? I mean, I think that's probably what's needed here. I understand there's going to be civil suits and he's going to be broke. He's, you know, he's going to pay out a ton of money. But he's not going to care as long as he gets to get back on the field. And I think when he gets back on the field, he's going to play his ass off to, you know, just to get an identity back that's not a molester. I mean, you know, yeah. this is a podcast. I can say what I want. You know, that's that's basically what everybody's looking at him as now. So that being said, I would go to Pittsburgh if I was him. Um, let's see. Oh, and then. Watson, the whole Cleveland thing with Baker and Baker oh, posting yeah. that diatribe to the city of Cleveland when he's basic. Is he still under contract? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that to me, that is like, whoa. Okay. It so, so they really, entertain really a dinner weird. with another quarterback and you just like, it sounds like a whiny baby to me, honestly. Am I, am I off base there? No. Not I saw at all. people I mean, was... posting the. Um, what's the Quadre Diggs defensive player for 
the Seattle. Seahawks. Hey, so he re- he re- he resigned he resigned today, and I happened to catch it. You know, it was like an update on Bleacher Report on my phone. So I clicked on it because I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, Quandre Diggs. Okay, reading some of the comments, and everybody underneath is just saying, uh, um, "What do they say?" They're like, "Oh, uh, Watson, please get somebody." Oh, right? Because yeah, they didn't get <laughs> yeah, they have yeah. nobody, right? Who? So, yeah, who's playing quarterback there? Fucking Drew Locke. What do you mean? Got traded with the Russ Wilson. Yeah, that is one of the uh, comments was, "Why is Pete Carroll still walking the hallways?" <laughs> A hundred percent. Like when you're, you're Seattle, like, how do you just, you got to throw in the towel. Like, let's, let's do it now. Start over. Let's clean house. Let's go. Start from scratch. We got three years. Boom. Trade Metcalf. Get, get another first round pick. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. But to back to the Baker thing. So I just looked at his contract. This is last year. He's on his, still on his. Oh, that's what, that's That's what, that's, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked because I'm drunk. Somebody said, bring Baker in. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Well, that's everybody's Sorry. saying that. Everybody's, everybody's saying that even, I think, Lionville, we could make it work here. Like, no, Baker was never great. You do not want him. He's fine, but he's not. People got to stop living in the, like, well, he's pretty good faith. Get an elite quarterback. Shut up. Stop. Sorry. It doesn't work. So let Kirk me ask Cousins you isn't going to win you a Super Bowl. No, he's not. And you know what? That's a good, probably a great comparison to what Baker is going to end up being. I think that's actually a great point. But let me tell you, let me ask you a question. If the Browns acquired Deshaun Watson, does that make them a Super Bowl contender? Like, I'm sorry. I don't think so. We're, what were they last year? Nine and eight? I don't understand. I heard somebody say today, oh man, getting Watson in Cleveland would immediately make them a Super Bowl contender. All they were last year was a trendy pick because they fucking played hard against the Chiefs in the postseason. One game. Right, and and everybody was just riding them last year. It was it was stupid. I never liked them last year for anything. I'm not a Bengals guy either, but come on. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see it with the Browns. I, I don't understand that, especially now when you look at that division and the Ravens are still there with Lamar, who are, are go- always going to be a good regular season team. And now you got Joe Burrow. So they're at least, to me, automatically third place. Well, then you got, you got Pittsburgh. Like, I mean, regardless of what's going on there, they. What? See, that's why, that's why if I was Deshaun, I would go there. Right. No matter what, so for for years, it was always the basement of the AFC North was Cincinnati, Cleveland. Now, all of a sudden, Cincinnati's no longer in the basement. So, where are you at, Cleveland? Now you are fighting with your quarterback. So, this just came out essentially today. So, Baker came out two days ago when it was known that Cleveland was on the list of teams that Watson was going to have dinner with. Baker comes out with this whole long thing. Then it turns out that Cleveland's out, apparently, whether that's from Deshaun or Houston because they didn't want to give up enough or whatever. And Cleveland yesterday, you know, they came out and said, no, Deshaun's out. We're going to make it work with 
Baker. And then today, Baker said, nope, we're past the point of being able to reconcile this blah, 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 mutual uh, benefit for us to go our separate ways. Sounds like a crybaby to me. And also sounds like a fucking franchise that's in a shitload of trouble. Yeah, yeah. But that's like, okay, That this is this is what that sounds like to me. All right, I've gone on three dates with somebody. It's going good. We're out on a Friday night. We're at a bar after dinner, and everybody's hanging out, and some guy starts talking to her. And if if I'm Baker, I go and cause a scene. Yep. And 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 embarrass myself in front of everybody in the bar, and her would she would just be like, "What is your fucking problem? Like we've been on three dates. I'm talking to somebody else. You're nothing but a jealous crybaby." And that's what Baker is showing me with that fucking tweet and stuff. I, you know, yeah, I mean, you're hundred percent right. Of course, they entertain Deshaun Watson. Why wouldn't they? Everyone should be entertaining him. Why can't he have dinner with my team? Right. Let's go. Yeah. Fuck. Stop being a pussy. We've completely, you know, go up and 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 take that date, right? Show them who you are. Be Baker and say like, "This is my team. Nobody's gonna take this from me." Not, well, I really loved everyone in Cleveland, but uh, oh, yeah, God. it's fucking ridiculous. Fucking so Deshaun right, anyway, Watson, uh, the yeah. Lions signed DJ Chark. So yeah, that's huge. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. I mean, hey, he's uh, it was a one-year deal. I like it. He's he was hurt last year. Lions are gonna suck. Don't matter. Um, let's go back to Watson. So back though. to the Watson. Yeah, I was gonna say good, good point. Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say Panthers was and uh, Panthers and Falcons uh, are running in that. Yeah, there's somebody else. Who was the other? It was it was Panthers and oh Saints, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Falcons came in late. If you're Deshaun Watson, I don't know what he's going to pick, and I'm sure all of their, you know, draft trade capital is similar. Uh, if you're Deshaun, what is the best scenario to go to? What is the best? Who's the the next contender? In your opinion, well, it ain't the Falcons. It might be the Saints. I mean, the Saints are a team that. Lost their starting quarterback, but had to go with uh, Happy Pants with his broken hand, who's not even really a quarterback. I can't think of his name right now because I'm drunk. But, Taysom, uh, um, and they have Taysom. like a boy, Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. I mean, they've got a killer D. You yeah. Know, the the well, only downside to that team might be that Sean Payton left, but maybe Sean Payton would come back if they got Deshaun Watson, but. I mean, there's a there's a solid landing spot. A team that only needs a quarterback, you know. Yeah, no, and and you said they lost their starting quarterback. I mean, let's not forget they not only they didn't just lose; they lost a Drew Brees, and then they lost right. their starting quarterback, who is you know I love I love backup. I love James. James, but he's yeah. he's a he's a backup. He's a career backup. Yeah, Let's not get him groping female Uber drivers <laughs> out in Zona. Yeah, dude, I so love yeah, I love him too. I'm kind of I with you. Jameis um, is the Jameis is the yeah. Jameis is the black Fitzpatrick. I think he's gonna turn into that next next team. Jameis steps in for he's gonna fucking light it up offensively. Touchdowns, 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 yards, 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 and he's gonna become the. 
African American Fitzpatrick. I could see that. I could see that. I feel it. I think I think he's got the same mojo. I love it. I love it. There was a lot of talk. I think it was wait, so tonight is Thursday. A couple nights ago, the the Bills social media was all blown up because I guess they were talking to Fitzpatrick. And it was Carrie read me like one tweet. She's like, she's like, Buffalo's about to burn down if the Bills sign Fitz tonight. And then they ended up signing, um, I forget who they fucking signed, but it wasn't him. And uh, I was like, oh, I want that to happen. That would have been fucking badass. And then you got Tyrod on the Giants. I know that's not really a big deal, but from a local standpoint, I could see Tyrod. Friggin' Wow and Brian Davall and you know Daniel Jones just sucking like he does in camp and possibly getting that starting job, which I think would be pretty ridiculous. I don't, I think Tyrod's got a raw deal his whole career. I mean, he had, to, he had to have Rex Ryan as his head coach, which is a disaster, and then he gets needled in the chest yeah. when he's a Charger, yeah. and uh, you know he got hurt last year in Houston, and they played. The, I couldn't. If you gave me twenty guesses, I wouldn't guess that quarterback's name from I, last year. I can't so. remember either. I don't know. O'Toole, O'Toole, no. O'Shaughnessy, I don't remember. <laughs> O'Shaughnessy, no, definitely. Not. Happy St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. But yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. man. I don't. I don't know. Well, I how about Alan, you. and then Allen Robinson to the Rams? Which? Oh yeah. I, I mean, I if mean, Odell. I guess he's not under contract technically right now. No, no. They gotta they sign Odell. I was they reading about give it. Him one year. Yeah, like if you're like the Rams, are you gonna just like he fucking saved your season, he won you a Super Bowl? But I did yeah. read an article that said that they do have intentions and room to sign him. So okay, I don't know. It's a lot of that's a crowded, crowded wide receiver room. A lot of names. Hey, um, let's let's just uh, not to completely uh, pivot here, but. Check in on these scores. UCLA struggling with Akron right now. That's yeah. That's what I'm second got on the TV here. Me too. Okay, me too. Nice, nice. Other than that, though, then there's nothing uh, NFL wise. Uh, we got the draft in about uh, five weeks, and wow. there'll be lots to talk about that. It's been a little bit quiet here on the draft talk in Detroit. You know, there's too much. Uh, you know, there's no good quarterback. Not good quarterback. There's no quarterbacks to take up early. So then. You know, where are they all going to go? It surprises me that you've heard about the Steelers, like, even considering any of those top couple quarterbacks because they're going to be drafting at, like, what, 20? And, you know. Well, but that kind of makes sense, right? Because there really is. Yeah, but everybody takes quarterback, right? Philly's going to take a quarterback. And depending on what happens yeah. with Watson, you're going to get, uh, you know, Carolina. You're going to get Seattle. You're going to get, uh, you know. Who knows? You're right. Yeah, they won't be there unless they trade up. But there's like they're gonna end. They'll take a shittier quarterback than they need to. So. Yeah, I mean it's. I mean the the you know the consensus when you're listening to anybody discussing the draft so far is it's you know it's just not one of your stronger drafts. So it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll it'll be interesting. A lot of teams with multiple picks early, Giants, Jets. So it's going to be a big deal around Eagles, here locally, right? Yeah, the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. The so Eagles it'll it'll be a big deal around here, but whatever. I mean, we've we've sat here and done it live. We've done shows during, uh, you know, fucking Miami. I I I can't. 
I can't get behind that. I think I'm hoping that I'm just engulfed in the Mets season at that point, and this is just going to be like, a, all right, cool. Who'd you draft? You didn't draft an O lineman. You disappointed me again. Because we have no O lineman. Again. <laughs> again. Come on. I don't care who's behind the line, Dan Marino or Tua Tungavailoa. If you don't block, no one's completing passes with less than two seconds. Not even Tom Brady. Reference, two Super Bowl losses to the New York Giants. Okay? Get O-line, people. You got to hit foul shots in the NCAA tournament. You got to block in the NFL. And you got to pass rush. That's the other thing. Well, yeah, that too. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here, TM. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks. Do a little, uh, maybe at the uh, end of the tournament here, uh, Final Four weekend, and then we'll talk a little NFL, talk baseball, commentary. Oh, yeah, opening day. Masters. Oh, we didn't even talk about it. Yes. The commercials have started, DM. I love them so much. Caleb Smith, Caleb Smith, Masters champion, betting it now. Cameron Smith, that guy? Cameron Smith. Yeah. <laughs> the Australian. I'm I feeling Irish. I'm feeling I Irish, Caleb. <laughs> I love Cameron it. Smith, yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, next time. And uh, if you want to call in and leave a non-timely uh, BSV, <laughs> it may not be answered we'll for a couple play. weeks. By, by all means, we'll, we'll, uh, we always play them. Play them all. Play them all. Hell. All right, everybody. That's we'll see right. you. Yep. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget... Shut up! I'm waiting.